All right, real quick, people, before we get into today's show, we've just released a new course, Periodization for Periods, all around how to train women around their monthly cycle, and we've got it on special. If you're interested, click the link in the show notes. You are now listening to the Bootcamp Blueprint, the place where personal trainers can learn how to grow their bootcamp and social media. Here's your host, Jono Petrohilos. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Bootcamp Blueprint, the place where personal trainers go to grow their bootcamp. My name's Jono and I'm your host, and I'm super excited because we've got our two bootcamp experts on this week. Let's do an around the ground. Who have we got? What's up, guys? It's Danielle from AxFit. You can find me anywhere online and social media under AxFit, and I always love meeting up with these two. I missed them last week, so it's fun to see their faces again and get chatting, and this topic's kind of an interesting one. I've got questions about it often, so I'm pretty stoked to, to get into this one. And what's up, everybody? My name is Jonathan Hurdles. Uh You can find me on Instagram by searching BFF Bootcamp. That's my business and how I kick butt every day. Or if you want to find me on YouTube, you can just search how to sell personal training. And the topic today is going to be great for a lot of trainers. I think a lot of trainers struggle with this, so I can't wait to unpack it. Awesome. And I'm your host, Jono, from Fitness Education Online. Today's topic is going to be cancellations. Now, what we mean by that, let's say you've got a client, they may have been training with you for two weeks or two months or two years, and they're like, hey, Jono, I'm going to stop doing boot camp or I'm going to stop training with you. What do we do in that situation there? Now, these two are both experts in that topic. I believe, Danny, you're going to start off. Yeah, sure. I can I can share my thoughts for sure. Awesome. Now this could we could go a few different ways. Let's just start chatting and, and see where it goes. What's your what's your go to in that scenario? All right. So cancellations. Boom, boom, boom. Every trainer doesn't want cancellations unless it's a client that like annoys you. And if it's that person or that negative person. I've had one leave recently. I was just always negative and blah, blah, blah. And I'm kind of like, thank you. Like, peace out, chick. So in that case, it's good. But usually there's only far and few that we can't stand because I find boot camps usually attract that same type of clientele, that, you know, that demographic type of people. Um, and it's usually awesome people. So that's rare. But when it does happen and it's people that you have and you love and you've built a relationship for and they care about you and you care about them, and maybe you've had for like six years, five years, or even a year or a couple months, um, it sucks. And it, we, it's hard not to take it personal and let it hurt because it's like, what the heck? Why are they leaving? And if they don't really have, it depends, man. This can go a billion ways. Maybe they're moving. Maybe they can't afford it. Maybe. So you got to get to what the reason is. So you got to like talk to them. Um, so if you've always been open with your client, clients, your crew, then they should be able to, com- you should be able to call them or they tell you why. And then you kind of decide where you go from there. Are they doing it because of money? And in that case, when it's that, I say, look, until you get your feet on your ground, come to class, keep coming. You've been doing great. You know, it doesn't cost me to have that person there. So if, if I know it's just that, then I, I'll give them a couple weeks. But if it's like, you know, they're going on vacations and they're still doing shit, it's like, then you got to have that up where you got to speak up and be like, look, like I see you're doing this. So that situation can be tough. It's your choice on that. Um, if they're just leaving because there's a vibe in the class they're not liking. Maybe they don't feel part of the crew enough. Then maybe you can say, look, give it another couple of sessions. Let me see if I can like work on this. You really got to like find out why I always try and find out why. Um, 
And then sometimes people just want to try different things. And in that case, you have to kind of embrace it and you have to be positive. Um, sometimes people just have to listen to their body. Maybe, you know, they want to try spin for, you know, a six week challenge, a 10 week challenge, or maybe they want to get into yoga and you can't like, my opinion is you got to let them, you got to, you got to be positive about it and embrace it and just say, Hey, you know what? You know, I'm here for you. You can all, you'll, you'll be back. I usually say, you'll mm -hmm. be back. You'll be back. I'll be seeing you. And they usually say, yeah, I know, but I'm, you know, I probably will, but like, I really feel like I need to do this or I want to try this or my friends at work are doing this and I'm going to do this for a while. But if you know that you gave every session, you're all out heart and trained hard and you're giving them results and you're keeping yourself fresh and every single session is like a production and you're 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 making it what it is and the music and everything's on then you should be proud and you should know there's no reason they're leaving you it's nothing you did if you're not doing all that and you're going to class and bringing your shit with you and being moody and talking too much about your own problems and being negative or maybe you're posting bad stuff online um, and you know, you're not really getting results with your crew, your result, your classes are kind of the same and you, you know, in your head, if you're a good trainer or not, and if you've been slacking and people are leaving, then it's your own fault. So then take that as a lesson, get that fire going in you again and be like, shit, there's a lot of boot camps around. There's gyms popping up all these specialty classes now, CrossFit, zoo, there's all kinds of awesome stuff. We're not the only ones doing awesome stuff and make it be a fire to step up and work harder. But if you've done all that, then you just gotta be proud and let them go and do their thing and let them know that you're here when if they want to just pop in here or there and you wish them all the luck. Then you gotta check in with them. Don't forget about them. Don't leave them. Don't just stop in two weeks or a week. How's it going? How's how's the classes? Are you kicking ass? Are you representing Axe Fit in that spin class? Are you showing them what's up? And then check out again in a month, you know, keep checking in with them. Oh, the crew misses you. Come pop into a class, you know, kind of reach out again to kind of like, let them know, like, it's all good. And it wasn't just that one talk you had. You do still care, you know, maybe tag them in some fun posts. Keep them a part of the crew, even if they're not anymore, still coming to you. Um, that, and then one more thing, and then I'll pass off. The worst thing for us trainers too is like, say someone comes and they buy a 10 pack or they buy the 10 weeks, whatever, and they come and do one week or they come and do two classes. Then, you know, you don't see them for like a couple months. I had this happen a couple months ago. This girl writes me, oh, I bought a pack off your, from you a year ago, but then um, I didn't come and then I ended up pregnant and da, da 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 She had all these things. Can I get a refund? I'm like, it's a freaking year ago. And as much as I didn't want to like take it out of my pocket, cause it's not like we're like a big box chain gym that just has like, you know what I mean? It's coming now. You didn't have her money just sitting there waiting for her. I've spent that a year ago. So what do you do in that situation? And someone asked me this online the other day and I say, you gotta just give them the refund for what it's worth. She's used two classes of one of my 10 packs. So I just took that off, paid her. We're not, we're not, we're just working for ourselves. So our name is very important. And you can't be like, oh, I'm not giving that to you because word spreads. People share negative news more than good news. So next thing you know, it's like you're known for being like tight and like, you know, not giving people refunds, this and that. And people come to boot camps and trainers and stuff like us because they don't want to be in that crazy contracted, you know, like big gyms that they, they, they're afraid that they're going to get stuck into or there's secret, you know, stuff going on on those contracts with all the fine print, right? So give them the money, suck it up. Even if you got a time, look, it's going to be a week or two if you don't have it at that time, but let them know they're going to get the refund. Or if first thing say, you know, if you want, you can re-gift it to a friend and then maybe you get that new person in. Boom, boom, boom. I'll leave it at that because I think that's like my five minutes. Um, Jonathan, <laughs> what's up? 
I had like 10 points in my head. And then I was just listening to Danny talk. And then she's like checked off one, then two, then three, then four, then five. Danny covered a lot. She covered like 99%. So if there's anything, well, first of all, I would say everything that Danny says, I agree with. Take notes on that. Rewind it. Watch it again because it's all true. And I remember when I first started my boot camp, I'll never forget it. Her name was Jennifer Fetterman. She was somebody that did my class. And mind you, this was 2010, eight years ago. And then um, she did like a month. And then she told me that she wasn't going to continue. And I was like devastated. I was like heartbroken. I was like, what did I do? Do I suck? I'm, you know, am I not good? And I remember when I had a second location and a, another trainer, um, he said the same thing. Like somebody had done the class for a while. They decided not to continue. And he was just like heartbroken, like bothered. And we put so much into our clients that, you know, we want people to stay forever. But maybe it's just doing it for long enough or just understanding how people work that sometimes you're not the right fit for that person at that time. And especially over years, um, there's just one client. Her name is, doesn't matter what her name is. But the point is, she went to my boot camp like, a year ago in January with a friend and she did a month trial and then she did not sign up thereafter. And I never really got the feeling that she loved the classes. I always try to read people while they're there. And, you know, I just said, Hey, you know, if you had a great time, it was great to have you. If you ever want to come back, my doors are wide open. I say that to everybody like Danny, except for the people that I don't want to come back. I just say, Oh, well, bye. Um, but to my surprise, like three months ago, she was like, oh, yeah, I really want to come back and I want to sign up for your boot camp. I was like, wow, I really didn't think that you enjoyed yourself the first time. And then she was like, my friend, she didn't really like waking up early in the morning. You know, she was kind of a drag to work out with, so she didn't make the experience that great. So anyway, she's come back and continues to renew ever since. She bought like three months at a time. So, you know, a, a fairly big package. So that happens, you know. Some people just aren't ready at that time. It might not be something that you did. Um, and then I've had people, I just had one other girl that just rejoined. She, she actually, I run Groupons. So it's like 30 days for $30. She did a Groupon, didn't sign up. This is going back like six years. And then six months later, she did a Groupon, she didn't sign up. And then another six months later, she did a Groupon, and then she signed up and then she was there for two years and then she got into amazing shape. And I think part of me thinks that she was like really digging herself like, oh man, I got this on my own. I'm going to keep this on my own. So after she got into great shape, she was like, you know what? I'm going to just try new stuff. And in that instance, I wasn't that offended because I felt like, all right, I did my job. My job was to help you get in better shape, make you more confident. And if you feel that you can really do this on, my, on your own, okay, I support that. And, you know, she didn't. She just came back like a month ago because she fell off. She gained like X amount of pounds. She's like, yeah, I need to get back into the swing of things. So you have to understand that there's a human factor, that people are just going to do what they want to do. And it's not your job to force people to stay. It's just your job to make sure that you have the, gre the greatest environment that you can possibly create. Like Danny said, if you're doing a good job, if you're bringing the energy every day, there isn't much else that you can do. So when people cancel, I really 
the number one thing that I keep in my mind is never let anybody leave with a bad taste in their mouth. Because I know that if they go to other places, they're going to go like, wow, I kind of miss Jonathan's workout. And it happens all the time. But they may need that time to go to someplace else. But if I, if I got tense with them and I tried to like put the squeeze on them, like, do you really want to do this? You're going to fall out of shape. You need me. We're the best. They suck. Then you're sending out negative energy. And then they don't have that same positive vibe. No matter what, I want people to always feel good about me so that when they get that health kick back in, they're like, you know what? That BFF boot camp was fun. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call Jonathan. You know, I kind of have an open door policy. And um, I had one other point, but it kind of slipped my mind. Oh, the last thing is, uh, if people leave because they're moving, you can't control that. All right. Um, if people have money issues, I've had issues like that. And I did the same thing. I said, you know what? You've been with me for so long. Keep coming until the end of the year or whatever the case may be. I think it was like November. I was like, keep coming to the end of the year. And, um, you know, if things change, great. If not, then that's okay too. But I want to show my appreciation for you um, for being a loyal client for all this time. So you want to keep the good vibes going and things that are beyond your control, you know, don't let it bother you. If they move away, that's something. If they have a new job, I had a guy that had to commute to like out of state and it was just going to be impossible for him to come to 530. Didn't let it bother me. Um, the one thing that you do want to do is keep tabs on people that you notice aren't as consistent as they used to be. Like if you notice that somebody used to come in five days a week, now all of a sudden they're coming in like two days a week. They may be halfway out the door and they may just need that little bit of attention from you to say, hey, what's going on? Do you feel like you're getting the attention that you need? What can I do more? Then I think you're putting yourself in the best position to possibly save somebody that may just feel disenfranchised. That's, I think, a poor reason for somebody to cancel. Like they just don't feel like they matter anymore. You know, so if you're keeping tabs on people, you know, I mean, things are going to come up. If things come up, you just leave them with a positive vibe and then they'll, they'll probably be back. But other than that, just keep having your clients, keep doing your best job, keep your marketing skills up so that people are always coming in and you'll be fine. Cancellations don't bother me at all. Love it. I love both of those two spiels there. Same thing. I recommend just uh, rewind this, take notes because Danny and Jonathan covered everything there. I'll, put, I'll do a bit of a summary and I'll put my spin on it as well. So my take is exactly the same as Danny and Jonathan's. I, as Because I run a 12-week challenge, it's a little bit different. So everyone that's a client of mine is there for 12 weeks minimum. So I feel uh, I'm able to judge that cancel. So a cancellation for me is if they don't renew, basically. Once it, once it comes to about week 10 and it's time to renew, if someone renews, that's great. If someone doesn't renew, basically that's a cancellation from my point of view there. So a couple of things that I do, the first thing the first thing is obviously just as Jonathan said, keeping in contact with clients. So I basically text every client every week. Obviously, if I'm very close with them, it's not that intense, but especially the new ones, every client every week. So come by about week 10, I pretty much know who's coming back and who's not anyway. And I've got that, that open stream of relationships, but even still, I want to do things to set that up. So one thing I like to do at the week six point is just send out a survey via SurveyMonkey and it's super simple. It's basically three questions. It's like, how much are you enjoying your bootcamp? One out of 10, give it a rating. If it's not 10, what could I do to make it more enjoyable? 
Second question is, how supportive do you find me as a trainer on a scale of one out of 10? If it's less than a 10, what could I do to make it a 10? And then the third one is, how, mu how much do you enjoy the community on a scale of one out of 10? How good is the community? If less than 10, what could I do? And this is all anonymous, right? I get those survey results there and that enables me to tailor them the back end six weeks because I've got specific feedback of things that people who potentially wouldn't come back have told me that I should be doing to get them to come back. So I then use it and do that thing there. So that's a strategy that, that works really well for me. Um, another thing I like to do is even just simply ask. So if someone isn't coming back, I don't just want to be like, oh, okay, cool. See you later. I, I do want to get to the bottom reason, which Danny said a lot of as well. And it may be a reason that's out of your control, but it may also be a reason that's in your control. So what I like to do is I look at the list of people that aren't coming back and I make sure I have a specific reason for what that, why that person's not coming back. And then I figure out a way of what could I have done so that they do come back. Sometimes it's impossible, all right? Maybe it's impossible. They've moved to the USA. They're not going to fly back to Sydney to do my boot camp. Like my boot camp is good, but I don't know if it's worth a daily plane trip, right? Uh, but in a lot of the other circumstances, there may be little things that I could have done. So I think as long as you, if someone cancels, that's fine. But I want to make sure that if that's something that could have been prevented, I make sure I don't make that mistake there again. Uh, and then the other big point as well comes down to, as Danny and Jonathan were saying, make sure that you're doing everything to the best of your ability. I find the survey hits that really well and I find the retention stats hits that really well anyway. Like if you're getting your survey back and everyone's saying, hey, it's 10 out of 10, there's nothing you could have done better. All right, cool. But what's also important is people will leave, but a lot of the time, and especially if you're the first boot camp they've done because they've got nothing to compare it to, similar to Jonathan's story there. If someone's never done a boot camp before, they might go to BFF boot camp and they might like it, but it's like, okay, yeah, this is cool. This is a boot camp. I'm sure every other boot camp is like that. And then they go to another boot camp and it's not quite the same level of support. That's when they come back there. So that's where Jonathan's point was so important where if someone cancels, don't, um, you know, don't do the arm. Like obviously, you know, if you can save it, great, but you don't want them to leave with a negative um, impression because what's going to happen. And especially, especially here in Sydney, it's usually a gym because gyms are usually cheaper, right? They can go to a boot camp for 40, 50 bucks a week, or they could go to a gym for 15, 20 bucks a week. So they'll do a 12 week challenge boot camp, and they'll be like, yep, this is great. Now I know what I'm doing. I'm just gonna go to the gym, it's half the price. But they'll go to the gym and not get that support, not get that motivation, not get that accountability, not get that community, and that's why they'll end up coming back. Yes, it might be an extra 20, 30 bucks better, uh, more expensive, but it's a bargain for what you're getting. So that's, um, that's my take there. Anything to add to that, guys? No, I feel like we, we hit it. We hit it. We, we're good. Oh, sorry. I, I, think we, I think we smashed it. <laughs> um, but I have to stress that thing that, that Danny said about giving people their money back. Like, you should just do I was thinking to say, you know, put a policy together. And, you know, hold true to the policy. And maybe that would be more true in personal training. But in the boot camp world, it's so different. And, like, word travels so fast. It's not worth, you know, however X amount of dollars they paid you. Besides, they didn't even really use it. Mm. Now, that whole one-year thing, that's kind of extreme. Um, yeah. Like, you've got to have a lot of balls to, like – write me and ask for like a refund after a right. year like how do you do that it's like she you must be really hard yeah, she's probably hard up for it and to anybody listening that's a one in 100 client one in a thousand client 
you may get that once over the course of like a 10 year career that people, cause you know, some people are stupid, but, um, <laughs> yeah, but that's the same person they were, if you didn't give them the refund would like put yeah. a long Facebook post and tag you and go like Axfit stole my money, blah, blah, blah. And they would make it seem like they're the victim. Never put yourself yeah. in that position because yeah. if you're running a boot camp, you know, same thing. I'm not like a big chain gym. A, a couple of wrong, bad reviews can bury you. So don't let that happen. Just give them their money back. Let them go on their way. They'll be back. And or even, not because you don't want them. The, and even the hassle, right? Because this is a, a common yeah. question that comes up in my Facebook group there. And my answer is the same. Obviously, you want procedures in place, right? And that's a, a bit of a, another reason why I like my 12-week challenge. It's like, hey, it's a 12-week challenge. Like, it is what it is. There's no cancellations. Like, the only way you can cancel if you're pregnant, if you've got an injury that keeps you out of the... Uh, the rest of the challenge, or if you move out of the area. But if for whatever reason there's someone that does kick up a stink, it's just not worth my my time and energy focusing on that. I'm better off spending my uh, my time and energy focusing on getting a new client in that's actually going to be better. So I think that's that's important there. I did want to uh, just expand on one more point that both Danny and, and Jonathan mentioned, which was if there's someone struggling for cash, give them a few weeks for free. I really like that as well. And it comes down to there's a favorite book of mine, um, Influence by Robert Cialdini. Have either of you two read that book? I love that book. Yeah. Probably yep. right here. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think I've got my copy yeah, somewhere here as well. But one of the things that um, it's a principle that he talks about where if you can give someone something of value first, they're more likely to pay you back. Have you got it there? Bam. Exactly. Love exactly. the book. So it's basically the thing where if you give someone something for free first, they're more likely to work with you or, or give you something. And he gives a really good example uh, in there. There's some experiments, right? Some guy's going in to do an experiment. And um, there's two, say it's me and Jonathan. We both walk into this experiment and they're experiment, you know, we have to answer these questions or whatever it may be. And halfway through the experiment, Jonathan would walk out of the room and he'd come back with a bottle of water for himself and he'd also give me a bottle of water. We've never met, you know, I've never met him, uh, but he went and got a bottle of water and he spent a couple of dollars and got one for me as well. And then at the end of the experiment, he would ask me to buy raffle tickets for his son. He's like, hey, Jono, it was awesome to meet you. By the way, look, I've got my son's doing this thing and I've got some raffle tickets. It's like, you know, five, 10 bucks. Do you want to get a few? And they did, they, it was an experiment. So if Jonathan got me that bottle of water, I was like 90% chance to buy those raffle tickets, even though the raffle tickets were 10 times more expensive. Whereas if Jonathan didn't buy me that water, I'm not buying those raffle tickets. I don't even know him, right? It's that same principle here where it's like if you give someone a couple weeks for free, you're essentially giving them a couple hundred bucks or a hundred bucks or whatever it may be. They're going to feel grateful. Oh my God, you know, Jonathan's given me or Danny's given me all this, this free training. How can I pay him back? Well, hey, when I get the money, I'm going to keep training. Yeah, or yeah, I'm going to refer everybody I know. We'll spread the word. Yeah, we were thinking the same yeah, thing, Danny. Yeah. We're here. We're here. <laughs> awesome. Well, um, hey, that's it for the, the cancellation segment. What are you guys up to this week? Danny, what's going on in uh, your part of the world? Well, I'm on a digital detox, so I'm like offline. I, I'm like, and it's like the weirdest thing, but it feels so good. And like last Friday, the, my final challenge for my like, remember I told you guys I did the month challenge before we, the last one was to do a digital detox. So I told people do an hour, do a day, but I'm doing like a week because it was like a month of posting and like being crazy. 
So I'm like excited about it. And it's really fun. The first day or two are really hard. And now I'm like, I ain't going back. But now I know I have to because like it's hard to communicate with people. And I'm afraid that when I do open my Facebook and my Instagram, I'm going to have a billion messages and th stuff to answer. So I'm kind of like, why the hell did I do this? Because now I'm just going to have this shitload of work in a couple days. But it's been really nice. And I suggest everyone doing it for at least a day or two. Um, but that, other than that, I'm just prepping for Christmas. I host a Christmas uh, party and this like charity thing on Christmas Eve. So I'm just kind of working on holiday stuff and starting to think about New Year's uh, things I'm going to do for the new year for like a, like a challenge or something, another one, but not this kind of one, just like something different. I don't know. What about you? What are you doing, Jonathan? Um, I don't know um, if Canada and city Canada. has this. Am I, am I doubling up? Can you hear me? Uh, no, it should be yeah. good. Yeah, I don't know if Canada and um, Australia has this, but the day after Thanksgiving is a huge shopping day in the United States. They call it Black Friday because Thanksgiving always falls on a Thursday. And on Black Friday, they have ridiculous deals for all of our major stores, Walmart, Target, and the store that I care most about, Dick's Sporting Goods, which uh, sells equipment. So they had 25% off everything in the store. And I have been eyeing these um, assault bikes for the longest time, but they were way too expensive. But given the sale, I went completely nuts this past Black Friday. So I bought a ton of equipment. Actually, right before this podcast, I was assembling the bikes and I was going to wait till the first day of the new year. But I'm just going to roll them out tomorrow. So I'm excited because I have new stuff. And whenever I have new stuff to torture my clients with, I'm happy. So I'm going to burn them. And then I'm going to post it on Facebook and Instagram because that's important. Love it. If I was that, well, we don't, we don't even have Thanksgiving in Australia. But we, uh, I get all the emails from all the American companies with, with Black Friday and that and Cyber Monday. Yeah. If, I was, um, yeah, if I was in the USA, I would just not buy equipment all year. And then come come Black Friday, I would just I would save all my money for that date there, and then <laughs> buy a gym. I'm not gonna buy anything for like it's gonna be a while. I spent too much. <laughs> awesome. Well, that's it for today, guys. Um, I'll see you both next week. Yes. All right, have a good guys. Peace out. If you liked the show, share it with your friends, subscribe on iTunes, and leave us a five-star review. For show notes and free training on how to grow your boot camp, visit www.fitnesseducationonline.com.au. Are you a fitness professional looking to provide your clients with personalized meal plans? Check out Mealsy, the ultimate solution for creating custom meal plans in just a few simple clicks. With Mealsy, you can say goodbye to countless hours spent on meal planning. Our Australian meal planning web app is designed to save you time and effort so you can focus on what really matters, your clients and their success. Mealsy provides you with a vast library of recipes all created by nutrition professionals. From breakfast to dinner and everything in between, we've got you covered. Whether you want to create a custom meal plan tailored to your client's needs or choose from our selection of ready-made meal plans, Mealsy has the flexibility to accommodate your preferences. So why waste precious time and energy creating meal plans from scratch? Let Mealsy do the heavy lifting for you while you focus on delivering exceptional fitness services. Join the community of fitness professionals who have revolutionized their business with Mealsy. 
visit our website at www.mealsy.com and sign up today. Mealsy, the smarter way to meal plan for fitness professionals.